Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is, uh, we're going to review Bumblebee the movie. It's a special episode. <laughs> yeah, we're going to dive right into it because it's a, a fucking movie. This is, uh, I should say, this was written by Christina Hodson. Uh, it's directed by Travis Knight. It's starring Haley Steinfeld. Seinfeld? Is she related to Jerry Seinfeld? I wonder. And The Rock. <laughs> uh, and we open on Cybertron. And uh, we have like this... Oh, oh, this fuck, is Paul. This. Yeah, we're on Cybertron, all right. This looks fucking awesome. <laughs> this is the greatest three ish, two and a half minutes of Transformers I've ever seen in my life. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. The flyover. They having themselves a good old fight. Yeah, but yeah, the fl- what, just coming in. Well, yeah, the flyover. You can see down into the depths of Cybertron. You can see the history of the planet just in that one flyover. And there's seekers going everywhere and there's explosions and shit. That's really cool. But yeah, then we get down to the actual fight mm-hmm. and it's some familiar faces oh yeah because it's totally obvious who these guys oh, are because the first right. one you see and you're like that's fucking ratchet yeah <laughs> but he's going with this fucking minigun shooting at something like well, huge he's yelling gun. that uh, he yells that they've broken through the front line i mean we have to assume that they is the decepticons but they've broken through the front imagine, line yeah. And uh, and then we go over to RC. Yeah, and it's it, it, no mistaking, it's her and Cliff Jumper is standing right. It, it's obviously him. Like it's it's not Casey Case from doing the voice, obviously. We, he's yeah, we dead, should. But. Speaking of voices, uh, it's Dennis Singletary doing the voice of Ratchet and uh, Gray mm, Griffin doing the voice of RC. Don Massac is dead. Yeah, and then uh, then we go to Steve Bloom doing the wheel or Blum Bloom uh, doing the voice of Wheeljack. And again, the original Wheeljack voice, uh, Chris Latta, also dead. Like man, fuck. Yeah, our heroes <laughs> have all died. But uh, Wheeljack, yeah, shouts. There's too many of them, and. Um, then I don't know. It looked like Cliff Jumper got shot, but somebody gets blasted and like spins out and hits the ground. There's like a almost like a one second shot, and I'm like, that was fucking Braun. But he just gets blasted and just goes flying. I think he manages to say something. So but... no, somebody gets shot and then Braun gets shot. Yes, and oh, okay, I am pretty sure that. I don't know if this was intentional, but it looks like he got shot the exact same way he got shot in the movie. Oh yeah. In '86, remember when he's on? They're on the ship, uh, and the Decepticons board it. And I think it's Starscream shoots him, blasts him in the shoulder. He spins around and ah, oh, hits the ground. He pretty much gets shot the yeah, same way. Because I remember I commented on that. Like the toughest Autobot get like he's taken way worse beatings than that before, and that's what killed him. Uh, like, really, yeah, yeah. Um, but it kind of goes up the hill here and the Decepticons that are attacking. I thought it's this is obviously Thundercracker and Skywarp and a mm. green jet kind of thing but there's a bazillion of these seekers around here and they're all painted that way it's like uh, most of them those colors and, and yeah that happened a couple times where yeah green green seeker pops up a lot but he was in the mm. first like in, you remember that first scene in um more than meets the eye part one where yeah, uh, yeah. bumblebee and is it wheeljack that's uh, bumblebee and wheeljack at the first where they're getting the uh the the conductors that won't last a cortex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good memory. It, and they're, the seekers are like there's a yellow seeker and a green seeker. I think this was the green seeker. But yeah, there's a ton of them. Like you were saying, at points I was like, is that Blitzwing? Is that Thundercracker? Mm. Eh, they're just that's a red seeker, that's a blue seeker, and that's they're all seekers. Yes, anytime there was a purple one, I I just run them down to Skywarp and blue if it if it's Thundercracker. There was one distinct seeker. He's oh, yeah. coming up. We'll talk about him. But um, yeah, there. So the uh, we see these seekers getting 
taking them out and the Autobots are getting their asses mm-hmm. kicked when somebody off camera blows those three away. Here's the fucking boss, man. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> they should have put, they should have played the touch right here. Oh yeah, because he comes in just like in the movie and just starts kicking it. Is <laughs> you got the touch. You got the power. jump he does is straight yeah, like it doesn't have the, the transformation with the, the jets coming up the side of him but he, he's in yeah he mode. is and he takes out two seekers and then is like where's b127 and we cut up to who is going to become bumblebee b127 and he's like a really he's not quite the vehicle he was in more than meets the eye part one no but He's a really futuristic-looking car. I'll give him that. Yeah, he's fast. Um, this is, yeah, this is definitely Michael Bay's Bumblebee. But uh, um, he, yeah, he like has guns in the hood, takes out two seekers, surfs a third seeker like off a cliff. I thought this this was one I thought was Blitzwing for a bit, um, just because of the coloring. Mm. But he like surfs him down the edge of a cliff, lands him, knocks his head off, kicks his head, and <laughs> knocks out another seeker who's coming yeah. up behind Optimus. <laughs> I had him written down a Skywarp. Like he tackles Skywarp, crashes into the ground with him, kicks his head away. And then that head hits Starscream in the face. Now. It's like, whoa, Starscream. (laughs) It's unmistakably him. Well, I don't think it is because he's got, you know, his quick line. Hey, sorry, I'm late. I hit a little traffic. And then we cut up to motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Soundwave, Starscream, and Shockwave. And I think this was Starscream because it comes in Soundwave and then it cuts over. And you had that red and the blue. Mm -hmm. And it was like, if you were going to put him in a shot, here he is. Because this is basically the three Decepticon lieutenants right here. Yeah. But Paul, how fucking awesome was it to see that on screen? Mm-hmm. It was, it, in, it was even really the, cool. the voices of uh, Soundwave and Shockwave, Starscream doesn't talk. But yeah, like it, it's not Frank Welk or, or Corey Burton doing either of the voices. No, nope. even though I'm pretty sure both of them are still alive. But I mean, there's enough processing on Soundwave's voice. You could get a six year old girl to record the lines and, and still have it sound like Soundwave. But yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. It's like Decepticons attack. It's like, yes. It's actually the same guy uh, who oh, does both Shockwave okay. and Soundwave, a guy named John Bailey. Um, and I should also say, Kirk Bailey does uh, Braun. We missed him. Uh, uh, A guy named Dylan O'Brien did B127 and... You could have none other. Oh, no. Peter Cullen. There is no other. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, Shockwave orders uh, the attack. Or no. Yeah, Soundwave's like Decepticons attack. I'm like, man, Starscream's right there. He's second in command, not you. And But but on that note, where the fuck is Megatron? Well, so apparently this is a lot of fans say this is the Night Universe is its own thing. But this is originally part of the Bay Universe. And they did this, the the theory being Megatron is already on Earth because Shia LaBeouf is going to find him in 2010 or whatever Uh, it was. Okay. That's why we don't see him. which is one of the reasons I call bullshit when people say this is a, a new universe. Anyway, <laughs> Soundwave orders an attack and um, Bumblebee is like Optimus and uh, he orders <laughs> they fall back to the tower. Uh, then Shockwave has his like one line and the voice is bang on. It's, again, not Corey Burton, but it's, it's good. Yeah. Even the accent. It like, really you know. is. Um, and yeah, it's, so the same guy doing Shockwave and Soundwave. That's pretty impressive. And then, uh, so yeah, Starscream, the Green Seeker, and another one, um, they go off. And they, again, fucking props to this mm. opening. They, um, 
they're the triangle shaped jets from more than meets the eye part one yeah from more than meets the eye yeah uh so then we go oh, we go up to the launch pad up to the very top of this tower yeah prime's like look cybertron has fallen autobots get to the escape pods and uh the first one to get in one of them is i thought it was ironhide it, it uh, yeah, oh yeah like it looked ironhide. like ironhide to me yeah i'm like ah he made it but you wouldn't think he would be the first one to you think ironhide would be the one that they would have to shove in there kicking and screaming like he would want to stay out here and fight to the very last second oh yeah he'd be down at the base of the tower he wouldn't have even gotten on the elevators he'd be shooting at decepticons the still. you young whelps get up there yeah and I get, exactly yeah. Uh, but yeah, they all start blasting off and it's B-127 who's like, we can't leave. This is our home. And Optimus says, we, you know, it's fallen. We have to go find refuge first. I found a planet called Earth. And, yeah. uh, and bump- it's, it's well hidden, apparently. Yeah, yeah apparently. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's under some brush and uh, behind a very large pole. Yeah. And uh, he says, you go, you go to Earth, establish a base and protect it from the Decepticons. And uh, then we're going to we're all going to meet you there. And then uh, the, the Seekers transform above them. And one of them has like the, the, the cone shaped heads that like Dirge Ramjet and Thrust had. Yeah. 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 I think so it was Green Seeker. Ramjet or I don't know. Either way, they just open fire and all these all missiles these come missiles down were and so shoot cool. like the the center of the the tower so and it just starts falling over they like make a helix around the tower and then all strike the exact same position yeah and the tower starts to tilt now paul did you see teletran one uh did not notice okay didn't notice so when the tower gets blown i i went back and i paused it when the tower gets uh gets exploded and starts to fall optimus goes down on one knee and says something like uh good luck soldier yeah and And when he goes down on one knee for like four or five frames or maybe a second or so actually so about 20 30 frames teletran one the fucking monitor like the orange computer is against the wall in the background it's fucking teletran one oh it could be nothing else it looks too much like Teletran 1 for it to be anything. To else. be just some generic Especially computer. with how, yeah, yeah. Especially with what we've seen so far in the, the uh, anyway, we should get moving on. Uh, so uh, B-127 pods blast off just as Optimus like charges off the uh, edge of the tower and leaps. Yeah, and it looks like he lands on Starscream and they go Flying off. Flying some seeker and yeah, down into the ground and, and B-127's pod flies off into space and we have our title credits. Uh, and then it's uh, 1987, and B-127 lands. Yeah, we're on Earth. Yeah, oh yeah, we get to Earth, and he uh, he meets the rock, and uh, then we have um, Haley Stein- Seinfeld, Jerry Sarah Seinfeld. Uh, she's a teenager, and her family's lame, and she meets B-127, <laughs> she calls him B. That's, uh, that's pretty much what happens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, and then the Decepticons land, and they make friends with the rock, and then, oh, and then Bumblebee remembers some stuff, and we go back to Cybertron. You got the touch. Optimus kicks so much you got ass. The yeah, he is absolutely letting the Decepticons have it. Yeah! He takes out like five or six of them. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, unstoppable they can't lay a hand on him so i i wrote this like so he the first one runs up that he just puts his 
gun, point, and it's, it is Optimus's gun. It is the right gun. Mm-hmm. Puts it, his gun in that Seeker's chest, fires at point blank range, then kicks a second Seeker in the fucking face. <laughs> then a third one charges him. He shoots that one in the face. Then this was so dope. Grabbed a fourth Seeker by the head, shot it in the chest point blank, <laughs> lifted it up, and went to slam it on the ground, but rolled over it and into a fifth <laughs> yeah. Seeker to shoot that one. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's... Oh, and then then that fifth Seeker, he jumps up and goes to body slam, and as he's slamming him down in the distance, boom, boom, blasts a sixth one. <laughs> so there you go. Prime six. Decepticon zip. Holy shit. That's why he's prime, man. That's why he's Optimus Prime. He's, he's the boss. Yeah. Uh, and then we hear words that were just Yeah, I love this. Magic it goes back over ear. to Soundwave, and he's ravage, eject. Oh, oh that was great. I was like, yeah, man. Okay, if this is anything like the show, and yes, it was. Ravage pounces on Prime and somehow knocks him over. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Because yeah. that happened all the time in the cartoon. Doesn't just knock him over, but knocks his gun out of his hand and uh, snaps at him a bit. Optimus just clocks him, knocks him oh, clear off. Oh, he gets him off, off yeah. of him, but it, it's too late, because Soundwave and Shockwave and a whole bunch of the Seekers are just surrounding him and getting closer and closer and closer. And not just getting closer, but like Soundwave and Shockwave are like menacingly, you know, they're walking real slow and Mm. the Seekers are just charging and we pull out to this great overhead shot where you just see them all closing right in on him. Yeah. It's like, okay, even Prime's going to have a hard time with this one. Yeah. So uh, we go back to Earth, and then uh, Jerry Steinfeld is too scared to dive, and she still misses her dad, and then Bumblebee uh, ruins the house. He makes a mess of the house, and that's funny. Oh, he just fucks it up. I thought that was an unnecessary scene, but... Oh, it's silly. And then uh, Jerry and B drive to a tower, and they save the day, and The Rock helps him in the end. Good movie. It was a really good movie. Yeah, I quite liked it. Well, there was a special episode of uh, Tefinpus. Uh, that was Bumblebee, the movie, or at least the important parts. <laughs> yeah, Reader's Digest version. What you need to know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if you want to see things that you really don't need to know, you can find Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review our show on your podcast app. Tell all your friends. Tell everybody you know. Uh, find old episodes at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, until the next time we talk to you, keep on transforming. See you later.